Welcome to the LTC University Podcast, empowering and educating across the great state of South Carolina. Here we go. Welcome to the LTC University Podcast. My name is Jamie Preston, and today we have a very special guest. We have the Vice President of Strategic Development at Tandem Health, Kurt Ackerman. Welcome to the show. Absolutely. Great to be here. Yeah. Kurt, I want you to kind of give us a broad definition of what Tandem Health does. Yeah, absolutely. So Tandem Health is um, a community health center. It actually has been in Sumter since 1999, and it started off as a, uh, a department, an outpatient department of the hospital. As with most hospitals, they're, they're faced with the challenge of trying to find different avenues for care for patients that may be visiting the emergency room, and um, you know that's, that's a pretty common thing in, in most communities. And they were really, at the time, looking for something um, of value to play plug these patients into uh, for primary care, medical management, obviously to reduce the amount of times that they would have to access the ER. So out of that was born Sumter Family Health Center. Sumter Family Health Center um, until about 2003 uh, was uh, a partnership with the with the local hospital and then broke off independently uh, there in 2003. Uh, they became what they call a, a federally qualified health center or a community health center in 2003. And what that does is it qualifies you for a number of different things. One is that you receive some uh, federal support in terms of dollars to make sure that you're taking care of the the uninsured, the underinsured, people who are uh, facing various social and financial barriers. That money is there to help. Uh, and at that time... Um, it's it's and really the the most interesting part of the story is the growth and how it has grown. At that time, it was primary care, and it quickly morphed into both primary care and OBGYN services. Um, and really, from there, it just sort of launched. Uh, you know, we've seen the addition now of you know within our primary care, we have um, uh, adult medicine. Uh, for patients that are 18 years and older. Uh, we have family medicine, uh, which is housed out of our um, uh, clinic there in Pinewood, South Carolina. We have OBGYN, uh, but we also have dental. That's a recent adi uh, addition. Uh, we have behavioral health, or what some people refer to as mental health. Um, we have pediatrics. Wow. Uh, it's just really it's kind of great. It's, 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 it's really been a, it's, it's been an interesting uh, journey to observe, even though I was with the hospital for about 20 years uh, in various roles. And, you know, I knew there was growth taking place, but I was a little too far on the outside to appreciate what all was being done. And so I really, now that I'm part of this wonderful team, I've really enjoyed learning uh, the story uh, and how exactly that growth took place. You know, sometimes we grow just to grow, but, you know, it's been a wonderful thing to observe the fact that Tandem Health really has grown in direct proportion to what the community is telling it, it that it needs. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's awesome because I think uh, businesses and, and organizations lose that. Uh, they, they forget about their customer. They for, forget about who they're serving and they start creating, they start developing without ever asking sometimes. And I think that's just absolutely necessary. You have to listen to who you're serving. Right. And, you know, healthcare is, you know, it's unique in that, um, you know, whether people will admit it or not, oftentimes you, you just think the more the better. The bigger, right. you know, the bigger and the badder the better. Yeah. 
And sometimes that's the case, but you also have to observe, you know, what the community is dictating that, you know, hey, you know, you may have one too many specialties here in town and there's a gap that doesn't need to be filled. Um, And so, you know, really sort of stepping back and I think listening to the community is something that we hear a lot of in maybe other markets, whether it be retail or uh, who knows? But, you know, on the business side of healthcare, we have to really pay attention to that. And, you know, you have to pay attention to there's a lot of uh, rhetoric and talk and focus um, that is being um, applied that once patients come into your center, what's their satisfaction? What was their outcome? What was, and those things are vitally important. Don't get me wrong. But an important part of that equation is to say, okay, listen how are we serving this community we serve them well once we get them in that's that's fine you know that service will always there will always be a demand for healthcare services but an interesting thing for me is to sort of sit back and say hey but how are we paying attention to the community when they're not needing to be a patient at the moment you know are we are we observing you know the dynamics you know within the population that you know uh, well we have maybe an explosion of um, elderly folks, uh, you know, what's, what's the, the younger population telling us? And, you know, is that need being met? You know, if it is great, uh, if not, Hey, what are we doing to, you know, address that? So what kind of mechanisms are you guys using to do that, to listen? Well, we have a wonderful partnership with Prisma Health Tooming, um, not for profit, 501c3 um, healthcare organizations and some others. They're required uh, to uh, conduct a what they call a community health needs assessment every three years. And so this is the third round of it. And what you do is as you go out into the community, you have individual interviews with um, you know local stakeholders. They could be business folks, they could be uh, teachers, they could be anybody. Then we have you know large focus groups, and we you know we have a very um, you know a um, a well crafted uh, questionnaire uh, that really um, it. Um, it instigates dialogue to say, "Hey, listen, what, what's a concern to you? Yeah. You know, you know, right. Jamie, when, when you're at home uh, in terms of healthcare and well-being, well, you know, what keeps you up at night for you and your family? And then when we get in these large focus groups, you know, that it's, it, you know, it kind of it can kind of morph off into a number number of different directions. But the and we and we even have focus groups for um, physicians mm-hmm. and providers to say, "Hey, listen, you know, where are the hiccups?" You know, what What aren't we doing? Yeah, absolutely. So you take all that data and you crunch it and you carve on it. And, uh, you know, some really smart people in the hospital system that, you know, they have that analytic mind. And, right. you know, we uh, in that partnership that Tandem has with um, uh, the hospital, we can send them all this, you know, an enormous amount of data. And they crunch it right back. And then we get a top three. We get a top five. But the thing about it is, is the question is, what are you going to do about it? Right. You know, you know, I, the last go round, it was access to care. You know, so three years ago, what we identified um, is access to care. It was hypertension and um, obesity. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think anybody would fall over, you know, from shock, no. you know, those three things. The hard part is this. What are we currently doing about those things? Yeah. And what do we plan to do about those things? And you have to, you have to um, employ uh, tactics 
that they're not just sort of, you know, shooting from the hip. You, you have to say, we're going to do this and this is how we're going to measure it. Yeah. We want to know exactly, you know, uh, what kind of results this yielded. Yeah. And so from there, I'm sure you, you find out what those, because you can't do everything. You can't. But you have to figure out what are those really, those big needs. And then probably from there, strategic planning, that's probably where you come in. And, yeah, and, and, and you know, I'm I'm really more of a clinical guy. My background's mm, in sports medicine and athletic gotcha. training, and yeah. you know, I came up in that ortho world. Right. And, you know, it was very cut and dry, to be honest with you. Yeah. you know, Jamie, you know, blew his ACL out. Right. Well, we send him here; they operate. We, you know, we know the protocol. Uh, it wasn't hard to figure out if something was broken or you right. know, <laughs> been out of place. And yeah. you know, it was very. Uh, you know, while there's critical thinking mm-hmm. that's required to treat those things. Um, you know, there was a protocol, Mm -hmm. there was a protocol. And, um, now when you start looking at the broad population and you say, look, I really, really have a genuine desire to make an impact. Mm -hmm. I just don't want to address, I, I really want to make an impact. I want to do something that's going to make a difference for somebody. I, I, you know, I, um, you have to get really creative because in the healthcare world, you know, uh, the business model is upside down. Yeah. You know, if you, if you and I owned a car lot, mm-hmm. we, we would love traffic. Yeah. We, we want people right. on our lot and we want them, yeah. you know, we want them looking at cars. Well, you know, in today's world, you know, with so many different, um, issues with um, insurance mm-hmm. carriers and, you know, pre-authorizations here. And, right. you know, there's so many things that are feeding into this that it complicates. Um, it, it complicates the concept of demand because mm-hmm. in healthcare, a high demand does not necessarily yield yeah. financial stability. Right. There are, there are at times where you go, oh, my gosh, this place is full. Mm-hmm. You know, financially, this could be a hard month. Yeah, because there's a you know, the, you know, you've got um, all these reimbursement issues to mm-hmm. deal with, and um, so you know, for that reason, that's that's one of the biggest blessings with this. You know, some of this federal money that mm-hmm. we're supported with at Tandem Health because they say, hey, look, we know this is part of the picture, right? It's money well spent. It's money well spent. But what it does is it it really throws a a, a valuable element into um, the equation of how do you address without regards right. for you know how you gonna keep lights on. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and that's a real thing. So yeah, the strategy part. It's um, and I'm not a smart guy. <laughs> I, I, you know, really, to be honest with you, I, you know, my old thing is, is, you know, and I tell people all the time, I have always been blessed with really smart people around me because I like to be standing on a, and man, I love to talk about Z. Yeah. You know, Oh right. man, the big picture. I, I'm that guy. Yeah. I want to sit there and stare at Z and tell everybody how great it is. And then, but I need a lot of really smart people yeah. to say, Hey, you know, we need to be thinking about B through right. Y. Yeah. Well, that sounds like what a smart guy would do is put the right people around him. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, that's right. Yeah. That's to me, that's good leadership. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Um, and, and I really think it's made. Um, I really think it's produced some um, valuable um, outcomes yeah. for people and their families. Right. Yeah. And I, I just think of myself. Um, this past week, I had an issue. I had to go to the ER. It's the first time I've ever gone to the ER. Mm. And I remember as I was 
contemplating, what do I need to do here? You know, my wife was there. I was like, what, what, what do we need to do? Mm-hmm. And I literally, and I have good insurance. We, we both have great insurance. Yeah. It's phenomenal. Uh, we still were thinking, okay, what's this going to cost? What's it? Oh, what, yeah. You know, you're thinking, so I can't imagine somebody that doesn't have insurance that's struggling, yeah. that's financially struggling uh, with their family, what they're thinking, you know, mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, if we go to the ER, we're going to get, you know, I, I have friends that they've got, you know, thousands of dollars tied up, sure. you know, cause they're trying to pay off and they have insurance. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I think it's, it's just a tough world, you know, with our healthcare system. It is. And, you know, I, you know, I warn people and I also invite people when I hear them say they want to go into healthcare administration. Yeah. I, I mean, because I say, Hey, listen, it, it, you know, I don't care if you're in Sacramento, California or you're in Sumter, South Carolina, there's a mountain you know, in front of you, here's the deal. You don't have an option. You've got to climb that mountain that you can't say, well, we'll just move on to the next. Absolutely not. And being in, being from this community and, um, you know, whether I was with the hospital, uh, or, you know, my current role at Tandem Health, you know, I love the fact that I get to serve people that I'm going to see them, you know, Walmart you know, I, you know, uh, there's an accountability that I invite and I really, you know, it's, um, you know, it's healthy for me. And what it does is it puts my mind in the right vein because, you know, if I know Jamie and I know his family, let me tell you something, Jamie deserves everything that I possibly have, uh, in terms of getting him and his family's health needs taken care of. Yeah, health is, um, you know, health is a, uh, is a valuable commodity. Yeah. And it I dictates love, so I many things. I love how you're putting that because I think a lot of healthcare organizations, they lose touch, especially at the top. They lose touch of who they're serving, you know, the per, down to the, you know, the doctor's visit or the specialist visit, whatever um, that is. But they lose that touch and, and they can kind of get callous to it. Yeah. Um, so when you really break it down, that's who I'm serving that person that's on my kids little league team that you know all of that yeah that's phenomenal i love how you how you put that well and it's you know it's a lot of work you know it takes a lot of brain power but you know if the final product is uh the delivering of health um i mean it's it's worth all the it's worth all the headache yeah you know, no, no doubt about it. You get into some uh, meetings sometimes and people are asking you to yield to this and well, think about this. You know, and, <laughs> you know, it's just um, for me, you know, and opinions vary. But for me, as long as I can walk, you know, um, with some degree of confidence that uh, this community knows that I genuinely care about them, um, it is my desire to um um, be a significant player in the well-being of their family. I'm all right, you know. I can take an argument here or there, but I've really been, you know, over the years. I, I can't tell you um, how blessed I've been to be around people who share that same sentiment. They're like, you know, let's let's just get through the storm, man, because um, you know, um, journeying alongside somebody in their health, whether it's a, you know, whether it's a bad situation or, you know, it's the, the blessing of a, you know, a a new baby or, you know, the saving of a life, man, that's, it's powerful to me. 
It is. And you it get is. to be a part of that, you know. I do. And so many people get to be a part of that. You've got yeah. so many people that get to serve, that get to help. To me, there's nothing better than to be able to serve somebody. Right. I think that's the highest yeah. calling, if you will, however you want to put it, yeah. for any person. And, and just being able to, to help somebody, you know, make their life better. If every single person on this planet had that mentality, we'd have no issues whatsoever. You know, I really believe that. Well, I'm a very spiritual man. And um, I will tell you that um, I know that that is God's mm-hmm. gift to me yeah. is to say, I want you to yield to this, Kurt. And everything you think, do, I really want you to pay attention to this um, love that mm-hmm. you have for people. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard to, it, you know, it's hard to, you know, muddle through those points in life where you're like, I don't really want to love them all that much. <laughs> and I kind of can't really even like them all that much. But, you know, all that spills over into, hey, look, you got to serve, man. Mm-hmm. You got to serve. Yeah. And um, this is, how, you know, this is sort of the, the you know, the sandbox I'm going to put you in. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's put me in a wonderful sandbox here. Um, I've been surrounded by um, wonderful people and have um, really met, a, you know, through just patient care over the years, I've really developed some strong relationships with mm-hmm. folks. And I love it. You know, I'm sort of a pencil-pushing, administrating nerd now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No doubt about it. But, you know, I still see, you know, patients that, you know, I rehabbed right. 20 years ago. Yeah. And I love the the fact that, you know, (laughs) Robert, you know, will come up and tell me about his plantar fasciitis that we rehabbed back in, you know, 2003. (laughs) You know, I love that. It was a big deal for him. Right. And uh, it's painful. I've had it. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. So let's let's get into what you're going to be talking about today. We're we're actually in an event. We're at around Mm -hmm. the table here in Sumter, South Carolina, and you're going to be speaking and sharing today. What, What are some of your things that you're going to be talking about? Well, what's important for the crowd to know today is what's available to them. Um, you know, we uh, at Tandem Health, you know, we just talked about some of the growth and uh, the different service lines that we have. And, you know, I'm going to go through, you know, sort of a 30,000-foot view of the organization. You know, it, you know, we serve about 17,000 patients uh, here in Sumter. That was based on 2018 numbers. Um, but yet I, you know, even with that large number, I run across, you know, a multitude of people that say, I don't really know. Mm-hmm. I don't know the full story. I might know yeah. part of the story. And so I really, you know, I want to begin, um, sort of painting that portrait for them. Uh, not just about what tandem health is, you know, uh, to me, that's pretty vanilla. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just another organization. What I want to do is, is, is make sure or at least begin to make sure that people understand what this community health center means to Sumter. Yeah. Um, uh, and so going through the different practices, you know, I, what people will see in here with me is that I'm, I'm typically more of a talker than, and, and I can't stand PowerPoint readers as I call them. So it's, you know, hopefully pictures, you know, and they have in the past, uh, the, they sometimes um, ignite dialogue and questions and that sort of thing. So they'll, you know, they'll see pictures of the facilities and the providers. Yeah. People love familiarity. They migrate to familiarity. Mm-hmm. They'll see some, you know, some doctors that were in other practices at one yeah. point in time that are now over with us at Tandem Health. Um, 
And, um, you know, again, just sort of saying, hey, listen, um, Tandem Health is a, you know, as a community health center, what we do is this. We open up the gates. Yeah. Our obligation is to take care of this community from all four corners mm-hmm. um, without regard to financial status, um, insurance, all that stuff we just put aside. Mm-hmm. We just put it aside. And, you know, when you take that, that really for so many removes barriers for mm-hmm. care. But then it also speaks to, you know, people in other ways. Say, hey, listen, you know, I, I, I'd like to be a patient there. Yeah. You know, all the things that qualify us as a, a community health center or a federally qualified health center, you know, things like quality assurance, mm-hmm. things like making sure that your board is – you know, the majority of them are run by patients. Mm-hmm. You know, that puts our patients smack dab in front of leadership. Yeah. So, hey, this is what's up. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and then it's on us. Right. You know, yeah. it's on us. You know, right. the patient, you know, we draw a big bullseye around the patient. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important for people yeah. to know. And hopefully they'll ask questions. They may not. Yeah. There may be too much chicken salad <laughs> in front of them. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Well, as we close here, if you can give me, because I know you're, you're definitely connected with the patient, you know, mm-hmm. and I love that because I think a lot of organizations can learn, relearn that and say, this is why you started this business. This is why you got into it. Let's get back to that. Yeah. Why it matters, why it's there. That's for the patient, for those families that need it. You know, is there a specific story and take out names, obviously, you know, that we don't want to... Uh, uh, reveal anybody's you know situation or anything but is there a specific story that you have of a family that was that really made a difference in well there's numerous stories um one of the the most powerful things that i've heard and it, it's it's one story but it's kind of the same flavor of multiple stories that i've yeah. heard um, when i first came on i was really talking about um who gives, mm-hmm. who donates, are there, you know, are there people who, because we're a 501c3, we're a yeah. not-for-profit, that's, right. that's a pretty common question to say, well, you know, uh, who are some of our partners out in the community? Yeah. And um, they had never received a dime, mm. you know, from the, now I'm not saying that, you know, in a, in a stad way, it, th- it sort of collides with what soon I learned. Right. I learned about a uh, patient who just could not afford their medication Mm -hmm. and the doctor was paying for it. Wow. Mm. (laughs) And I thought, now that may happen. Mm -hmm. I just, I'd never heard it. Right. May happen, but it certainly never coincided Mm. with, I was like, my goodness, nobody is, is like privately donated. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. But I was like, man, these two things that that made such a positive yeah. impact on me. Right. I mean, I thought the dot. Yeah, they're like, yeah. Well, there's several people who do that. They'll just wow. call it, and you know, uh, there are some people who get it's into true care. Also, oh, I care, Jamie. <laughs> I mean, I thought, yeah. You know yeah. what? This is that's amazing. This is the jersey I want to be yeah. wearing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and I, and I think I I can. I can tell numerous stories of people that they didn't take their medication because they literally couldn't afford it. it You know, there's so many of those people out there that are struggling. And, and I know of somebody recently who actually died 
mm-hmm. because they weren't taking their medication because they couldn't afford it. You yeah. know, and that just this shouldn't happen in our world. Our rationing medications. Yeah. We see this a lot. You know, mm. you know they tell you know a patient that they got to take forty milligrams of this. Yeah. And what they're doing is, is they're popping that pill in half. Mm-hmm. And it's you know it's and it, it's you know it's like rationing food. And yeah. I've really um, I've had multiple conversations with um, you know mostly business leaders here in town mm-hmm. and. Um, they're worried about it. You know, yeah. here's the deal. You know, we offer people benefits. We, you know, we get them as, um, as you know, effective financially as they can. Right. You know, low co-pays, low these. But, you know, the reality is this. If you've got a, um, a $10 copay for medication, most people don't even think about that. But yeah. to some people, that is the difference in their medication. Oh, yeah. Or putting food on the table. Right. Or putting gas in their car. Mm, wow. And, you know, we have to pay attention to that. Yeah. I mean, as, as humans, we have to pay attention to yeah. that. I am a very conservative guy. Mm-hmm. People, listen, I love, you, you, but when I start talking about health care, I, I get it. Some people look at me like, I said, <laughs> no, 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 no. This is a different ball game. Yeah. I'm not, <laughs> I'm talking about people's health. Right. You yeah. know. Um, you know, we have to pay attention to that. Mm-hmm. What do we do about that? Well, you know, um, um, that's that's where we have to get real creative. Yeah. And we'll have to be even more creative in the years to come. So, again, going back, I sort of drifted, but I, I invite people when they say they're going into healthcare administration. Mm-hmm. And I also say, but you better have listen. Yeah. Don't think you're just gonna come in and it's just gonna be sort of like running, so, you know, a spreadsheet I, here. Or I laugh at when I laugh at people when they talk about healthcare or if they're talking about politics and healthcare. Well, if they just did, like, listen, it's so complicated. Yeah. <laughs> and it's gonna take years to continue to figure it out and continue to make progress and change things, and it'll be ongoing. It'll never. It'll always be a monster that we have to. You know, it, and it will be. It's really a tension to manage, not a problem to solve. So yes, that's a great way of putting it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Kurt, thank you for what you do. I love oh. your spirit. I love your heart. Um, you know, a lot of people in your position they they forget about those people that, that are walking in their offices. And I love that you guys have not forgotten who you're serving, and you want to be with those people, and you want to serve and help those people. Thank you so much for all that you guys are doing at Tandem Health, and uh, appreciate you being on the podcast. Oh, thank you. God bless you. Thanks. Just a couple of announcements. Every single month, on the first Monday of the month, we have an event called the Community Leadership Assembly. You are invited, especially if you're an assisted living administrator or skilled facility administrator and a social worker. You can earn up to three CEU credits at this event. You'll hear from a couple different speakers and we're going to provide lunch for only $10. You don't want to miss it. So make sure you come to 1626 on Main in Columbia, South Carolina. You won't regret it. Also, if you'd be so kind to write a review for the LTC University podcast, give us a five-star rating. We would really appreciate it. We'd love for you to check us out on social media. You can go find us at LTC University on Facebook and at LTC University on Instagram and Twitter as well. Thanks so much. We appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Let's continue to learn together. Have a great day.